This is episode 137 of the Inner Fight Podcast with our food guru, Holly. Welcome to the Inner Fight Podcast. My name is Marcus Smith, founder of innerfight.com. In these special episodes, we bring you Holly with all her cooking experience and these very special recipes. Remember, they are totally clean, free from sugar, wheat and grains and everything that is causing issues in the world related to obesity and heart disease these days. No matter where you are in the world, thanks for listening to the show. Let's jump right in. And here she is back again. Another recipe I'm hoping that probably will motivate a few people to just hop into the kitchen, rip everything out of the fridge, the cupboards, the pots, the pans, and all of those wooden spoons, and just get cooking. Holly, thanks a lot for joining us again. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice to have you. Well, can you just tell us what is going on in your kitchen right now? Well, it's still Ramadan. It is. So, <laughs> it I've is. I've been uh, trying to stick with the theme of yeah. uh, Middle Eastern style food. Middle Eastern style food. And isn't that just an area of the world that, that has just so much different flavor going on, really? I love the food here. Yeah. I particularly like Lebanese food. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is one of my favorites. So, again, what is so it? it? It's a, uh, lamb kofta kebabs. Right. And I've served that with a tahina sauce. Lamb kofta kebabs with a tahina sauce. Let's, let's jump straight in because we see a lot of this kofta, lamb kofta. What's it all about? What's going on? Uh, well, it's basically meatballs. Okay. Um, and there's different versions of it all everywhere in the world. Uh, the yep. Turkish do it, the Greeks do it, the Pakistanis do it, Iranians. Jeez, um, everyone's on everyone's the bandwagon. Everyone's on of this the copter bandwagon. It sounds like it's well worth jumping on that bandwagon, <laughs> exactly. that is for sure. Um, so I've just made uh, the meatballs into kebabs. Right. Um, just I don't know. Maybe people like eating things off stitch. Just yeah, absolutely, <laughs> they do. Now let's jump straight into the ingredients. I'm presuming there's lamb in this. Yeah, you'd be uh, correct there. <laughs> so there a kilo go. That of title lamb mince. really gave it away. <laughs> so it's a kilo of lamb mince. Right. Uh, yes. Some mince, uh, some onions, pine nuts, and a whole heap of spices we've put in there. Right. Uh, cinnamon, garlic powder, allspice, nutmeg, coriander, <sighs> cumin, and paprika. <laughs> That's a taste explosion. Let's just go back to the lamb mince. I know one thing that we've done a lot, that I've done a lot, especially when eating beef mince is taking the part of the cow that's perhaps a little bit leaner to get a a, a lot leaner mince out of it and and actually I've done it a lot I've got the butcher to fill it to to use the fillet and mince the fillet steak which people are going to be saying well that's really expensive it's a lot more and absolutely it is It, it, it is a little bit more but you're getting a lot a lot leaner and a lot healthier cut is can we go the same thing in the lamb can we can we go like a lamb fillet or something that's that's a little bit leaner to make sure we're getting something pretty pure yeah i'm sure you could yeah. but the um there's a, a but the, i'm in trouble <laughs> well a lot of the time um, mince is made from say a subprimal uh cut of meat right uh like uh beef mince uh, often they'll make it out of uh the blade Right. Like the shoulder area, uh-huh. as well as the lamb mince, it's generally like the shoulder area because it's got a good balance of fat and meat. Right, and that's maybe what we're looking for in this a little bit, right? Yeah, exactly. So you need that in in mince meat. Um, just it, 
I don't know, it makes it a little bit softer. Okay. If, if you have just the flesh and you overwork it, it can get a little bit dense. Your so my little trick that I'm like so that proud of that I've used in the past to cook all sorts of nice things for you isn't applicable here. So let's move on then. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. So, so some really, really interesting flavors there. How do we go about putting this all together and putting it onto a plate that we can serve? Okay, so you just uh, put the mince, the onion, all those spices and also some uh, zest of some lemon. Nice. Some fresh parsley, salt and pepper. Right. And I just pop those in a bowl. You mix it through. Like yep. I said, you don't want to overwork the meat, but just make uh-huh. sure everything's combined. Uh-huh. I then just pop that mixture in the fridge for half an hour. It just gets the flavours melding together nicely. Right. Um, it's probably not essential, but I do it anyway. Uh, and then I make my uh, kofta balls. So I just roll them into little meatballs. Yeah. Uh, probably a little bit uh, smaller than a golf ball. Right. Um, and then I put three on a stick. Mm-hmm. I just sort of shape them with my hand around the stick so they're more of a rugby ball shape, like yeah. an oval yeah. shape. Yeah, more oval, yeah. And it makes about 10 to 12 skewers depending on how oh, big yeah, you I was going to say meatballs. because I mean that a kilo of mince that's a, that's a fair serve. We we definitely get you know maybe ten to twelve what four people fed out of that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's it's a good family meal. Or or, or two or three if, <laughs> if, if 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 me and a couple of the boys are eating, but that's a completely different subject. So they're they're in little balls, so they're not like the traditional perhaps the traditional kebab that's the length of the skewer. No. You've just chucked two or three balls of these on to the skewer. I put three per skewer. Right. And as I said, I've sort of made them, an, uh, I make them round, thread them on, make them sort of more oval with my hand. Right. And then just before I put them in the pan, I kind of flatten them a bit okay. on, on both sides. So that's just easier for cooking. You just said it. I was just about to ask you, how do you cook them? Um, what goes on there? Um, you could try them on a barbecue. I'm sure they'd work perfectly oh, well. Wow. Um, but the few times that I've made them, I've just put them in a griddle pan. Okay, so we're cook, cooking them on the stovetop. Yeah, stovetop, so uh, a medium to high heat and cook them till they're cooked through. How, how long? I mean, lamb, can you, you, could have it, you could have it a bit medium, but we don't really like to see it any, yeah. any less than medium, not really too much pink in there. What's, what's yeah, your take like on I'm that? If I'm having like a leg of lamb or a lamb fillet, I don't yeah. mind it um, sort of a medium. Right. But with these, I, I, I just make sure that they're cooked through. You make sure that they're cooked through. So how long would that generally take if we, you oh, know... Five, five minutes, six minutes, minutes either not side. A, This is not even taking too much time at all, is it? Not at all. So it's just the, the labour of it is in the making the meatballs part. The cooking's pretty quick, so... Let's just hop back because I missed it out. One thing that we should go through, ease of getting the ingredients. I mean... This is this is pretty basic, isn't it? Super easy. There's nothing here that needs to be bought at a specialist store no. or anything, anything. Well, anything anyway. I mean, no. it's, it's all at your local grocery store, <laughs> exactly. isn't it? Exactly. Unless they don't sell a brown onion, which most stores. <laughs> and honestly, if your local store does not sell a brown onion, I suggest you get a new <laughs> local <elsewhere>. store. <laughs> there we go. So. I mean, that, so it's super easy to shop for, a little bit of time preparing it, super easy to cook as well, short cooking time. 
Yeah, that's right. So wow. it's, it's a pretty easy midweek meal. And now you've put a sauce on this. Now, most of the time you tell me you're staying away from sauces, this, that, and the other. What's what, this? No, this, this, I what? love sauces and condiments. <laughs> Who are you kidding? I'm the that condiment queen. a little queen. bit, little <laughs> bit tongue-in-cheek there. So what's going on with this sauce? It's just a very, very simple tahina sauce. Mm-hmm. So tahina is a sesame paste. English translation of tahina, you're on the spot, come on. What does it what does it mean? I don't know. I would uh, assume sesame. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't actually know. We'll have to we'll have to look that one out. Anyway, what what's in this? Uh, very simple again. So it's just your tahina paste, right? Um, juice of a lemon and some olive oil, just a couple of tablespoons. Can I just stop you there? Tahina paste. Where would I get that from? Any supermarket. Well, I mean, we can get it in any supermarket here in Dubai. I wonder overseas. We've got some great listeners that have been in touch from from Australia. They can get it in their stores there. Definitely. And also had someone commenting on the previous... Middle Eastern dish that we did about from from the UK as well, which is which is really nice. Just asking where they can get one of those ingredients there. So I mean, this tahina. Hopefully, you can get it in your local store in the UK as well. Yeah, it's not as exotic as it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> People are getting quite adventurous with their food, and yeah, uh, yeah I don't think uh, this will be too hard to find. I think even in Australia, like the main supermarkets there, just your normal run of the mill supermarkets have tahina paste. And of course, folks, if you do happen to have trouble finding it or you do find it and you want to share with people where you've found it you can hop over to this recipe which is available now in a fight.com slash lamb kofta that's exactly where you can find it lamb kofta the lamb as in lamb and k-o-f-t-a in a fight.com slash lamb kofta any comments in there as we always say how you cooked it what you found good about it what you found a little bit challenging and of course like i just said if these ingredients that are maybe a little bit off the beaten track if you find them available in certain stores just put in some comments there and we can help a lot more people get their hands on this stuff good stuff in the uk i've seen it in holland and barrett mm-hmm. as well you know and Marks and Sparks and all of those sorts of places. So yeah, I think pretty, it's pretty pretty, pretty easy to find. It's it like I said, it's not uh, not as uh, exotic as probably it once was. <laughs> um, so with the sauce, you just pop those things together: the yep. tahina paste, the lemon juice, and the olive oil. It will thicken up on standing, and you'll you'll feel it as as you're stirring it. It, it starts to thicken pretty much immediately. Right. So you can just thin it out with water as um, just you know add a tablespoon, uh, two tablespoons, uh, to the consistency that you like. Right. And that's it. Jobs are good in. That's it. So that's what we've got. So we've got kofta kebabs with tahina sauce there. I mean, honestly, from from starting to cook to me banging on the table and, and, and you having it ready, <laughs> as, as I'm sure, if, if it doesn't happen in your house, then, then, then I'd be surprised, folks. How, how long do we need for this? How long do people need to budget in their day to get this ready? Uh, well, I mean, I have that half an hour sit- of it sitting in the fridge and this yep. is normally when I prepare my kale tabbouleh that I take with it. Um, but I if, think if she you're sounds cutting... like she's got one in the wings there. Kale <laughs> tabbouleh, folks, look out for that. I'm sure it's coming along sometime soon. Yeah, uh, but, uh, you know, like I said, maybe you'll do that in the morning, go to work and then right. you come home and then you can make it. Or else, you know, like I said, it's probably not essential. You could probably skip the, the half skip an hour sitting part. time. I just use the half an hour to, to finish the rest of the dinner. Get everything else together, um, yeah. But honestly, you'll it, you'll have it on the table in half an hour. Wow! So again, it's nice and quick. The ingredients are easy. It's super healthy. There's no baddies. There's no 
garbage in the sauce. There's no garbage in the actual meat themselves. So this is just a bit of a no-brainer, isn't it? No-brainer. Absolutely. <laughs> Folks, if you want to check that out, and also check out the awesome photo. It's got a really, really wicked photo in this one. Some, some nice little bits and pieces there, which, yeah, they might be coming up quite soon. Go and check it out, innerfight.com slash lambcofter. Holly, once again, thanks for coming on the show, and thanks for sharing with us. Something that I can vouch tastes really nice. Thank you. It's always my pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the podcast, and I do hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks also to Holly for, as always, her great insights into cooking. Of course, if you have any questions or comments, you can leave them in the comments section of that post, innerfight.com slash lambcofter, or mail us directly, winning at innerfight.com. Please also take a moment to hop over to iTunes and rate the podcast. Until next time, take care.